0: Welcome to another episode of The Shredded Show, and today we're going to talk you through a hot topic which has absolutely blown up on my Instagram recently, and that's the real magic pills for fat loss. I'm not talking about something illegal you get from a pharmacy or a doctor. The real things are going to help you be the needle movers and help not like just myself, but also the clients you work with get rapid fat loss results that last a lifetime. So we're going to take you through these eight magic pills for fat loss today in this episode of The Shredded Show. If you find this podcast helpful, please, please, please make sure you share it with a friend. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It's always kindly appreciated. So now we're going to get into the real juicy bit. So the first bit in terms of uh, real magic pills of fat loss, what do we want to look at? So this is something I talk about all the time. And I feel like a, bit, a little bit like a broken record in this respect is that like you can do a ketogenic diet. You can do intermittent fasting. You can do uh, the five-by-two diet. You can do Atkins. You can do like any type of diet you want but what underpins all of them working might drop what is it do you know I, I guess you can probably guess i would like to think so and that, that's a calorie deficit so what is a calorie deficit again so a calorie deficit is where you have slightly uh, you have less calories coming in than you're burning on a daily basis so therefore we're in a Negative calorie balance with calories in versus calories out, which means our body will use stored body fat, adipose tissue for fuel. Therefore, we lose body weight and we get leaner. So, point number one, the real magic pill for fat loss, and this is the strongest of them all, and it's most important, and it's the one where everyone goes wrong, and that's calorie deficit. So, what makes up a calorie deficit? So, and how would you practically look to set something up like this? So, for a calorie deficit, it's going to be a combination of obviously your uh, calorie output for the day and also your calorie intake for the day. So, calorie output for the day is very, very important. And one of the best ways to track that is tracking your steps on a daily basis and your general activity. So, I use something called an Aura Ring, which tracks uh, my sleep and also steps and a lot of other metrics. Uh, your iPhone will have a tracker on it. Things like Fitbits are great. And that's why I recommend to all clients to try get trying at least 10 to 11,000 steps a day because when clients check in and then we have so slow a slower week, it's always because their activity drops off because guess what? You're not in as big a calorie deficit. So one real big tip to everyone, make sure you keep your activity consistent and high. And also as you go into like a dieting phase and you get leaner, you have to be aware that like you're going to get a start to notice you get a little bit more tired, maybe and that's perfectly normal and you're going to get hungry at points. That's perfectly normal. Like I'm going through that at the moment. I've lost three inches off my waist, which I might do a separate podcast on to, if to, help you guys out if that's something anyone will be interested in drop me a message and i'll I'll get that put out um but like you're going to notice for example you start to sit down more between your sets in the gym you're probably sitting down more often you're like you can't be bothered to go upstairs and get something like you get a little bit more lazy and it's just being consciously aware of that and making sure you keep your activity levels high which is very very important so even things like emptying the dishwasher cooking your dinner like you're on your feet it sounds ridiculous but you're moving around and therefore you burn calories so Big, 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 big take home from this. Make sure you keep your activity levels up. Promise me today that you do that if you're in a fat loss phase. That's the strongest fat loss pill you're going to get is making sure that you're in a calorie deficit. And the thing is, we have to be aware of as well is that all calories count. So a lot of people will say to me like, oh, I'm on a diet, I'm eating 1,500 calories today, I'm not losing weight. I'm like, you definitely are not eating 1,500 calories a day because like, it's like say for a guy, it's pretty much impossible if you're eating 1,500 calories a day that you wouldn't be losing weight. The reality is you're probably not tracking your food correctly or you've got a diet that's set out at 1500 calories, but you're not actually sticking to it. You're not setting up, you're not like taking the right nutrients. You're actually eating more than you consume. And a recent study showed that people actually on a calorie controlled diet actually underestimated their calorie intake by around 20% to give you some context of how far people can go wrong. So for example, if you're taking 1500 calories a day and you're 20% out, that means you're having an extra 300 calories a day, which over a week, Obviously, adds up quite a lot. That's over an extra day and half's worth of food that you didn't even realize you were eating. So try and quit the picking, and it will help. So very, very simple tip there. So point number one, real medical fat loss, calorie deficit. Point number two, high-quality sleep. So this comes very much also into stress management. And obviously, I appreciate we're in uh, slightly challenging times, which is something that uh, is obviously going to increase stress levels for people. And when we get stressed, our body releases a hormone called cortisol, now cortisol is actually a fat storage hormone and it's also catabolic, which means it breaks down muscle tissue and it stores body fat, which is not what we want, let's be honest. So we want to try and not get stressed, which is obviously easier said than done. And like, I know it's personally, for example, if I go away and I'm a little bit more chilled that I will end up losing body fat much faster because I'm more relaxed. So really try and focus on like, if you do have issues with getting stressed, try and use the five methods. So the five method is, will this matter five minutes it matter five hours five days five weeks five months five years if it's not going to matter in five years chances are it's probably not that important like I do that sometimes where I get pissed because I don't know there's a queue to get into a car park or something or there's a road I don't know, a roads closed for example and I'm like this isn't going to matter in the context of my life in like tomorrow so just chill relax and that will help you get better results Now, when it comes to sleep, there's a couple of key points here we want to focus on to improve the quality of sleep. So what we track, we can control. So firstly, if you can, I would suggest you use something to track and monitor your sleep. So as I said before, I use an Aura Ring. So that tracks my uh, HRV, what's called my heart rate variability. My resting heart rate, it tracks different zones of sleep. Uh, So deep sleep, REM, it also tracks my sleep efficiency. So once we become aware of our sleep and what's actually going on, chances are we'll actually get better quality sleep just as a byproduct because what we're aware of and what we're conscious of, we, we tend to actually make a better effort in trying to improve. So uh, if, you ha- if you're completely ignorant, chances are you're not going to be that bothered about improving the quality of your sleep. So some tactical token points for you guys to implement today. Try not to, if possible, eat uh, two hours before going to bed. If you train in the evening, I appreciate that's not really going to be possible. When I used to work in a nine-to-five, I used to manage a, a successful branch of state agents, for anyone didn't know, Um I used to train at like seven o'clock in the evening, at like and then between about nine and ten thirty, I try and eat two meals. So, um, like it, it doesn't always work, but if you can do, try not to eat two hours before going to bed. Next up, um, I would suggest if you're a bigger guy and you struggle with breathing or you have high blood pressure issues, something that will change your life. And this is a fact: if you wake up in the morning and you've got a dry mouth, it's because you're mouth breathing. And what we want to be doing when we're sleeping is breathing through our nose because. Uh, 75% of our nitric oxide production within our body comes through our nasal cavity. So when we sleep, that means that we have nitric oxide coming in, which helps relax our blood vessels, which reduces our blood pressure, and it also improves the quality of our sleep, means we're actually breathing through our diaphragm, which is incredibly important. Also, not that this has been spoken about much, but one of the best ways not to get coronavirus is to actually nose breathe, not wearing a face mask. If you walk around nose breathing only, you actually filter out a hell of a lot of uh, toxins, pollutants from the atmosphere. So that's a sneaky tip the government won't take you. If you want to avoid contracting coronavirus, then try and nose breathe only. Um, Next up on sleep front, I've mentioned, obviously, in terms of not eating before to go to bed, the nasal strips. Try not to have caffeine, probably, if you're going to bed, like 9, 10 o'clock at night, which most people do, maybe 11. Try not to have caffeine maybe after 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Caffeine tends to have about six-hour half-life. So that will spike your uh, – potentially could keep you awake, but could also uh, increase your heart rate overnight, which will have a negative impact on your recovery. So that's something you really want to be aware of. And then lastly, if you watch a lot of TV before bed, like, I like I'm a big into a bit of Netflix. If anyone who checked out Barbarians on Netflix, even though it's dubbed, it's very, very good. And um, I'd recommend using blue light blocking glasses because the blue light that comes from TV – uh, into our eyes and phone screens actually stimulates our brain to think it's daylight, which makes it more difficult for us to fall asleep and do deeper quality sleep. So, point number two in the real magic pills for fat loss, high quality sleep is an absolute killer. Point number three, we're going to come into for the magic pill: hydration. Very, very basic. So we just want to get water in. We'll make sure we're hydrated. When We first get up in the morning, decent glass of water. I will try and like, I've just done an hour's cardio. I drank a litre and a half worth of fluid doing that or beans, I I drink quite a lot of water anyway, but you want to make sure you're hydrated. So for most guys, I would suggest you're looking between four to six liters a day as a minimum. And that can be between like water, coffee, tea, protein shakes, like anything like that's completely fine. For women, slightly less, three to four liters. Obviously, if you're in a hotter environment or you're exercising more, you're going to need to increase your hydration. So hydration is incredibly important for mental function, physical function, and it's most important for overall health. Uh, we also have to think that how does, if our goal is fat loss, how do you think body fat comes out of the body? Does not mystically vanish? Doesn't just vaporize, unfortunately? Um, what actually happens is we tend to excrete it through our urine, and that's reality. So if you think about it logically, the more water we drink, the more we're going to go into the toilet, the more flat fat you're potentially flushing out. So realistically, I would suggest that's a very good option to make sure you keep your water very, very high, or as high as you can be, so you going go into the toilet sufficiently. Um, also, with that in mind, what I would suggest people do, particularly if you suffer with brain fog towards the afternoon, is you use like an electrolyte powder. So the one from supplement needs is very, very good. Um, I recommend taking like a serving of electrolytes first thing in the morning, maybe one in the afternoon. Um, works really, really well. So magic pill number three is hydration. Magic pill number four is sufficient protein. So a lot of people don't realize the amount of protein they really need. So Realistically, what I recommend as a minimum for everyone is one gram per pound of body weight. So... If you're a 200-pound guy, you need a minimum of 200 200 grams of protein. Now, why is protein important? Protein is the most important macronutrient when it comes to to body composition. It helps for recovery, it helps build muscle mass. It can also be converted into fuel energy. So, if we overconsume on protein, our body can convert protein into glycogen, which is a form of broken-down carbohydrates, via what's called glucogenesis, which is quite an expensive process for the body and actually very energy-demanding itself. But that is a very, very good way for like if your diet, if you're low on carbohydrates, but slightly high in protein, and you you start to slightly deplete yourself of glycogen, which you're going to do in a fat loss phase, then your body will start using protein for fuel, excess protein that it doesn't need, and convert that via glucogenesis into carbohydrates, or sorry, into glycogen to fuel muscle cells, to fuel training. And that's a really, really good like secret tactic in terms of how we with clients build more muscle tissue while shredding fat. One of my clients, Omar in Qatar, has absolutely been killing that recently. Where He originally came to me with a very high carbohydrate, high fat diet. And literally we kept his calories completely the same. We just cranked his protein up a little bit more, and then we brought down his carbs and fats a little bit. And the like transformation that I'll show probably in about the next four to six weeks on Instagram will absolutely rock your socks. So shout out to Omar from Qatar, uh, big respect, very, very impressive. And this is an example of how just like simple tweaks with optimizing your nutrition can get you so much more bang for your buck in terms of actual results whilst doing the same amount of effort, but just actually comes down to like working hard and working smart and working smart always wins. Whereas if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again with the wrong approach, you keep getting the same results you've always gone. So same as like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting to get a different result it's simply just not going to happen. So in terms of sufficient protein, protein sources I would recommend, uh, white fish, uh, salmon, obviously it's higher in fat, so bear in mind, that you have to get factor into your diet and calories. Uh, lean steak is amazing. Uh, eggs, if you're in a fat loss phase, egg whites are incredible. Uh, good quality whey ice, so I recommend the Muscle Nation, one the chocolate honeycomb, is like the greatest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> if anyone saw my Instagram stories, I had like a, a love affection, with two different Muscle Nation, you meant to send, send me out one of those. So, Big shout out to Tula. Uh, if anyone wants any muscle Nation way isolate, if you use code Charlie, we we'll give you 10% off, but that's literally insane. You can also use things like uh, Greek yogurt, low fat Greek yogurt, the far ones, the skier ones are the best. Um, those are generally my go-to like food sources in terms of protein, turkey breast as well. Um, so there's plenty of different options. And we actually want to try and rotate different types of protein we consume because protein is made up of a combination of amino acids. And what we want across the day is a variety of different amino acids, a variety of different vitamins and minerals. And by eating a different variety of food, we have a, a different micro, micronutrient and mineral breakdown as well. And also one of the things that happens very commonly with bro science bodybuilders is they actually become intolerant to things. So they'll eat chicken or rice four times a day because they think that's the way, which it isn't. And what happens is their stomach becomes intolerant to chicken because if you keep throwing something into your stomach constantly, your body starts to almost reject it and doesn't want it anymore. So like that's, and you also have a very limited amount of bacteria in your stomach will then become only available to just digest that one food group. So we really want to be aware of like trying to vary our protein sources where we can more importantly than than anything else than carbohydrates or fats. So as point number four, sufficient protein, one gram per pound of body weight. And that's the magic pill for fat loss number four. Next up, we're going to have number five, nutrient-dense food. So what do I mean by nutrient-dense food? I don't mean like the Oreo extreme, extreme cheesecake at Cheesecake Factory. No matter how much I love that cheesecake, it's just not good for me. And it's like 1,700 calories. It's awesome, but that's like a once to 6 month job. What we want by nutrient-dense food is what I was alluding to earlier. We want foods that are dense in micronutrients, vitamins, and minerals. So we want generally a very easy way to think about this is single-ingredient items, single-ingredient foods. So potatoes rice uh, vegetables different fruits varieties of different meats obviously people's budgets come into this but if you can get organic and uh, wild fish and stuff like it's going to be better quality and it will have a higher amount of uh, micronutrients and vitamins and minerals for you Uh, one sneaky tip to save you guys some money because i'm all about that life because i understand some people are on budget is that um frozen veg and frozen fruit has exactly the same like health benefits as fresh fruit because and fresh veg because it's frozen at point of like of a harvest, so actually it can be better in quality sometimes. Personally, I'm a big fan of um, frozen berries, blueberries in particular. Absolutely love uh, frozen blueberries, frozen raspberries, even frozen cherries. Absolutely amazing. They're cheaper than the fresh ones. Tastes like a dessert. Reminds me of those black chocolate gato cakes that you used to get as a kid. But nutrient dense food is where you want to go. So. Try and think about what's going to have the most vitamins and minerals in it. Is it going to be the chocolate bar, the Yorkie bar that's not for girls, or is it going to be um, some oats with some honey and some berries and some whey protein and things like that? Just try and think about foods that are going to be better for you overall. And we have to remember that these things that are good for us in the short term tends to be crap for us in the long run. So like chocolate bar tastes awesome at the time. The cheesecake tastes awesome at the time. However, it's bad for us in the long run. It's going to be bad for us tomorrow. However eating a nice, healthy, um, I don't know, bowl of fruit or yogurt, granola, whatever, today, it's going to be, okay, it's not going to be bad in the short term. It's not going to probably taste as great as a cheesecake. However, it's going to be good for us in an hour's time, tomorrow, and for the rest of our life. So try and have that mindset of thinking of the, of the long run rather than just living here and now. So um, that's nutrient-dense food. Next up, we've got regular strength training. Now, what do I mean by regular strength training? So in terms of frequency, how often should we be tra- strength training? Three to five sessions a week is optimal. No one out there should be training seven days a week. If you're training seven days a week with resistance training, you are not training correctly because you cannot recover from that and you're respectfully going to be completely wasting your time. So for most people, three to five days a week is best. Um, in terms of resistance training, it doesn't have to be in a gym. You can get insane like resistance training from uh, results from uh, body weight, resistance bands. As you guys will see, obviously, we've had a challenging year with another UK lockdown, the lockdown in spring. Um, and we've had world-class results coming in with clients on that. So there's no problem at all with just doing body weight, like things like press ups, dips, chin ups, uh, like a split squat, body weight are actually something like a pistol squat are so hard. And all we're looking to do from a health point of view for fat loss is try and stimulate the muscles. So we didn't actually have to be using massive loads necessarily, Also, as we get older, it's incredibly important to make sure we're keeping our strength up for a couple of reasons. Resistance training prevents osteoporosis, which is basically the decline of bone tissue where our bones will uh, almost like deteriorate. Um, Unfortunately, my mother is going through that a little bit at the moment, and she's an example of someone who maybe 15 years ago, she was doing some sort of resistance training. That would have been something that would have prevented that for her. Now, in regards to other benefits for resistance training as we get older, what do you think the main reason people die is that old age quote unquote, it's actually that they tend to like they're weak. So they fall over and then they break the hip and they go to hospital and then they die. So what's actually killing them is their own weakness that they can't support their own body weight. So if we keep ourselves strong, fit and healthy, so we can support ourselves, then that's going to stand us in the good run, not just to burn body fat for now, but also to live as long, healthy and happy life, which is ultimately what I want for you. Uh, as well, like followers, fans, clients, whoever, like that's what I want. is just to help inspire people to live the best life they physically can. So regular strength training is very important. In terms of another benefit, of regular strength training is we can increase our lean body mass. So by that, what happens? The more lean muscle tissue you have, the higher what's called our BMR, our basal metabolic rate, will be, which means the amount of calories we burn when we're asleep, when we're watching Netflix, all these things. Which means when it comes to getting leaner, is much much easier. So that's a sneaky little tip. We want to get our BMR um, as high as possible. So therefore we can diet on more food and stay leaner for longer. So that's regular strength training, which is a sixth pill for fat loss. Number seven. Now this is one I did twice yesterday and something that's amazing in lockdown and it's completely free for every single person. Although the British weather doesn't really like make it great sometimes. And that's daily walking. So walking is one of the best things you can do to stimulate your brain. So when you walk, it's a unilateral movement. So it will stimulate your left and your right hemisphere of your brain, which is very, very important for cognitive function, brain development, and the way we think and actually getting our nervous system to fire correctly. So that's some added benefits. Now coming from a fat loss side of things, I mentioned at the start of this podcast, that calorie deficit is the key of what we really want to be trying to nail to burn more calories, get leaner and build the physique we want. Now, If we're walking daily, we're going to be taking our steps up, which means we'll be burning more calories, which means we'll be more active, which means we'll be more of a calorie deficit, which means we'll be burning more body fat, which means we'll get to the end result. And that's why walking is awesome for fat loss. It's also very good for your nervous system in terms of vision, because you can look like looking left to right. It's actually very good for stimulating your brain, looking into the distance. Uh, We live now in a world where we we stare into a phone four inches from our, our face constantly. And that's one of the reasons why, like people sometimes have like anxiety issues and things like that. So they feel wrapped up into their phone. So one of my favorite things is literally putting my phone away, go for a walk for an hour, uh, be on my own, not like a weirdo. But I sometimes feel like I need a dog to go for a walk because people just see me wandering around. I'm like, who is this? I, <laughs> this will make you laugh. I was wearing a Muscle Nation t-shirt yesterday. And this, uh, this uh, guy past me, like, Muscle Nation, yeah. And I was like, I was like, I didn't quite know how to take it. It kind of took me by a, a jar, but probably seeing some random tall blonde dude uh, walk around a muscle nation t-shirt but uh, daily walking is a must very very good for you physically spiritually so please please incorporate that into your routine incredibly important now seventh pill for magic pill for fat loss now number eight this is gonna be the most important pill for fat loss and this is probably gonna be the most important current side with point number one which is calorie deficit and that's being consistent so like one of the worst things I see so many people try to focus on perfection from Monday to Friday and then the weekend comes, it's an absolute shit show. Then They end up eating 4,000 calories Saturday and Sunday. And then on Monday, they feel horrendously guilty. They're back in the same place again, and they starve themselves Monday to Friday. This is not the way for you to get results. What you want to focus on is doing something that's realistic and something that you can be consistent with. Because ultimately, the key that I teach with my clients is not just getting you results like now and getting results quickly, which we will, but teaching you how we do that and the process we're going through and habits we create on a daily basis to create the body you want. Because ultimately, what's going to like underpin you getting results is you creating the right daily habits on a daily basis, those becoming un- like, uh, unconscious so you don't have to think about it, and then those stay with you for life. And you learn these skills, and that's something we very much teach with CGO Coaching. So being consistent is very, very important. These are the eight real magic pills of fat loss. These are the pills that nobody wants to take. I hope this podcast was inspiring, helpful, and help you on your fat loss journey. If you need any help, would absolutely love to help. So drop me a DM on Instagram. Happy to answer any further questions. If this helped you on your journey, please share this to your stories. We'd really, really appreciate it. We've also got a few spots open for some free six-pack strategy calls this week. So if anyone would be interested, please drop me a message on Instagram. We can book, get you booked in and so say you listen to the podcast. I'd absolutely love to jump on, a whole, sorry, jump on a call with you. So have an awesome Friday today, guys. And make sure you set yourself up for success for the weekend, the weeks, and a few weeks left of the year.